हेलो एवरीबॉडी वेलकम टू आवर पॉडकास्ट गीता मंत्रा फॉर सक्सेस सो वी आर मूविंग ऑन टू चैप्टर 14 टुडे इन दिस चैप्टर कृष्णा गोस इनटू डिटेल्स अबाउट द नेचर ऑफ द थ्री गुणस और क्वालिटीज ऑफ नेचर वंस अगेन कृष्णा हैज टेकन रेफरेंसेस फ्रॉम द सांख्या फिलॉसफी हियर ओके द वर्ड गुणा लिटरली मींस स्ट्रैंड और फाइबर and implies that like a fiber the gunas are woven together so philosophically the theory of gunas explains what this universe is made of how it came to manifest itself as mind and matter mm. okay so please continue how do you want to start let's start by describing what each of the gunas mean mm. all right so sankhya philosophy states that nature or prakriti has three gunas mm. sattva rajas and tamas So sattva is the principle of joy or pleasure satisfaction happiness joy mm. are all produced in our own mind mm. through the manifestation of the sattva guna okay okay when we experience calmness we are experiencing sattva mm-hmm. the harmony or peace crystal clear purity mm-hmm. good health logical thinking all these fall under प्रिंसिपल ऑफ passivity <laughs> it produces ignorance darkness laziness confusion apathy and bewilderment it binds us by giving us joy by holding on to laziness uh-huh. not able to you know think clearly causing confusion overpowering our emotions okay we have it, all gone through that <laughs> correct okay so we just talked about the three gunas mm-hmm. now let's talk about how they interact mm-hmm. so when sattva is dominant mm. it dominates over rajas and tamas okay when rajas is dominant it dominates over okay. the other mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. and similarly when tamas is dominant it dominates the other two okay right mm-hmm. this is why it is important to understand which guna dominates us mm-hmm. right and this is possible by analyzing ourselves with our dominating thoughts and emotions so again as i mentioned all three gunas are constantly interacting with one another although a person is ruled primarily by one guna or mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. it is possible for that person to move back and forth between secondary gunas over the course of their lifetime mm-hmm. they go back and forth all the time okay i think it's important to mention that the whole premise of yoga uh, is to find liberation mm. right and in our ancient eastern philosophy or samkhya philosophy and even in the bhagavad gita mm. um, they said that when we die the atman mm. our soul when it leaves it leaves the gross body mm-hmm. but somehow the ruling guna at the time of death determines the journey of the atman or soul as we leave this world that is the belief mm-hmm. right so if a person dies while ruled by sattva mm-hmm. they have a peaceful death mm-hmm. uh, and they are born into a family of knowledge okay, okay? so those who die while ruled by rajas mm. they are born into a materialistic and action oriented family and those who die while ruled by tamas are born into 
a family that are deluded hmm. or you know ignorant and all those things that is what the belief is hmm. krishna or any other ancient yogis are what they are saying till atman finds that liberation or moksha hmm. we are always in this vicious cycle of life and death hmm. life and death and right right that, we talked right? about that right and so if a person is in a sattvic state hmm. and they come into a family of knowledge hmm. so they have a better chance of liberation meaning you're moving up you're moving up mm-hmm. and the rajasic state leads to a jiva or life into a materialistic family mm. and the tamasic state leads to a, a life or jiva to take birth in a deluded family or the family with no morality so hurting our or the atman chances of getting liberation or moksha no so get downgraded you are downgraded mm-hmm. our goal is to achieve that liberation mm-hmm. and for us to achieve liberation we need to transcend all the three gunas but krishna is very clear mm. he basically says just because you are born in a tamasic family mm. does not mean you cannot find knowledge yes mm. okay mm. this distinction implies that a person who has led a good life could be reborn into a poor incarnation if they die in a state of anger or attachment yes. or delusion yes at the same time a person who was born in a deluded family mm. could still be reborn into a good incarnation if they die in a state of peace yes in short to keep it simple get the best out of your life mm. no matter what situation you are born into that's pretty much the basic absolute goal overall is to be in the sattva stage right so cultivating sattva is preferable by making choices in life that elevate the awareness mm. and foster unselfish joy yes this is the basic principle of yoga mm. be it karma yoga gyana yoga or bhakti yoga yes i think the key is to find balance mm. and i like uh, this uh, perima's interpretation here mm. um she says attachment to any one of the gunas holds a person back krishna says over attachment to the pursuit of knowledge or joy or happiness is not good either unless you have left everything mm-hmm. or you have gone to live in the jungle mm. or you are living in a monastery mm. it is impossible to be in a sattva mode all the time mm. right makes sense so yes ancient yogis spoke about being in sattvic mode mm. because they renounced all materialistic desires and they led a reclusive life to be in that sattvic mode mm. but in the bhagavad gita krishna is saying not all can lead a reclusive life if you are living in a society you cannot always be in sattvic mode mm. you cannot escape all sense of responsibilities because you think that is happiness correct so we still have to do our duty as a spouse as a child as a parent as an employee or as an as an employer or whatever role we have taken in our lives mm-hmm. right we cannot just say oh i'm soul and stay indifferent that's not true, how true. it works so we still have to take action we still have to face unpleasant situation failures and conflicts mm. so we cannot crave for happiness 24/7 mm, that's unhealthy mm. so what krishna is saying here is one who's taking action without any attachment mm. and can embrace all unpleasant situation failures conflicts and still remain calm and wise now that is sattva true mm. sattva is definitely the ruling trait of a person who's on a path to understanding and knowledge mm. like we said all three gunas are interconnected so rajas is energy yeah. action mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. rajas can bring happiness yes in its more sattvic mode mm-hmm. rajas makes you action oriented yes you're energetic you're enthusiastic you have passion and you have the drive to succeed these are all good rajas yes mm-hmm. okay but too much rajas is also bad mm-hmm. it binds us to attachment mm. 
and to sensory pleasures of every kind. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Now let's look at tamas. Mm. In its more sattvic garb, mm. tamas can supply a steadying influence in life. For example, you know, bed rest can lead to healing yeah. because you have to give rest to both your mind and body. Yeah. But too much of tamas leads to inaction when action is required. Yes. Also, these gunas dominate everything we do. Mm. For example, the food we eat, yeah. the people we hang out with, yeah. uh, the leaders we follow, huh. actions we take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For example, green vegetables, protein, healthy food are sattvic yes. foods. Spices, masala fall under rajasic mm-hmm. foods. And stale food or alcohol, cigarettes, mm-hmm. etc. are mm-hmm. tamasic. Yeah. Now categorize it in terms of people. Mm-hmm. Friends who empower us are sattvic friends. Mm-hmm. Friends we just hang out to have fun are rajasic friends. Mm-hmm. But friends who we meet to gossip and just talk bad about others and bring other people down are tamasic. tamasic. Mm-hmm. Right? The same goes with the leaders or gods we follow. Mm-hmm. If the religion or dharma or the leader you're following makes you hate others and you're prejudiced towards others, mm. then that is tamasic dharma. Yes. Uh, I think it's all in the mindset. Mm. You know, you want to have a sattvic mindset or rajasic mindset or tamasic mindset. Mm. And what kind of person is not influenced by any of these three gunas? Once again, mm. a person who shows complete an utter equanimity mm. towards objects, situations and people at all times. But I also think we are humans mm. and we have to deal with all kind of emotions. He is to find the right balance and choose a life that empowers us to reach that state of transcendence. That makes perfect sense. I think uh, we've covered a lot today. Mm. Let's wrap up with this today. Great discussion. Mm. We will meet you next week. Till then. Thank you Thank so you. Much.